Hey there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop Podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Alright, so today we are going to be talking about The Good Girls by Claire Eliza Bartlett. Now, this is the second novel of hers that I like that I've read, and the second one I've liked. This one is um, a young adult contemporary. And it's been labeled as an important novel for an important novel for the Me Too movement. And I'm going to go ahead and say that is 100% completely right. I'm going to do this podcast, but even with my written review, I don't think I'm going to be able to review this book properly because it was just so good. And I don't want to give anything away because I really do think it is a novel worth reading. So I'm going to try really hard not to spoil it for you guys. So just bear with me. So, the novel follows the disappearance and suspected murder of Emma Baines. She is the daughter of the police captain. She was on the cheer team. The three top suspects are Gwen, the overachiever, Claude, the troublemaker, and Avery, the cheer captain. So, those are your top three suspects. And here's the thing, you really don't know who it is. What I think works well with this story is the way it is structured because there are a lot of elements thrown together in a very cohesive manner. So the way the novel opens up, it's in Emma's voice. And you think this is gonna be a sort of the Lonely Bones type scenario? But it's not. Um, What I thought was really engaging is the fact that it starts off, it has a very strong opening with Emma Baines talking about how she died. Cut to a police interview with Claude. And I like this third person narrative. Claude is in in her interview and then she's like, okay, you want to know what happens? And then she tells the story of that day. Because what the officers are trying to do is find out what happened in Emma's last few days, so to speak. So once you have that, and it doesn't just happen with Claude. You know, Avery... And Gwen, they all have their own police interviews. It does happen more than once where they are in, start off as an interview and then they go into <clears throat> recapping that day. And then it goes into blog posts, news articles, uh, forensic reports, police reports. And I really do like this form of mixed media because it really does give a lot of depth to the story in my personal opinion and you would think there is this risk I will say this there is the risk of it losing its momentum by going from different sort of uh, mediums you know from police interviews to storytelling to art news articles and uh, police reports you would think it would be distracting for the reader but it's not because they are all very important elements to what happened to Emma. 
and it does connect to a previous event in the novel, um, the death of Gwen's sister Lizzie, and it was ruled a suicide, and we learn it wasn't a suicide. Why do we learn that? Because it's what Emma was investigating, and I think that that's very clever. It is a very cleverly written story because you're tying it to another event and you're kind of showcasing how women are belittled and diminished. Once again, they are given labels, the troublemaker, the overachiever, the cheer captain. These are real people, or they could be real people if they weren't characters in the book, but that's the important, that's what I'm trying to get at. They come off as such real people, and I don't think, sorry, had to have a little cup of coffee. I do think it's very important to showcase how real they are in the way they act, the way they represent the characters, the way Bartlett brings them to life by bringing to life their narrative, their opinions, their feelings, and I do like that. I like all all three of these girls, and it's clear to see why all three of these girls aren't really friends, but what I think is really compelling is why they're brought together. You know, um, Emma was investigating the death of Lizzie, only to discover that she was assaulted by her um, not legally aged boyfriend who's much older than her and this man is someone you know he's in the town and this is a small little town he's in the town and he is um, well liked and I think there's also like this little side story of Claude's mother. She's part of the legal team who is um, representing a girl who was abused when she was younger. It's unfortunate that the statute of limitations were up, but there is this mentality of well, why didn't she come why didn't she come to West sooner? And the same happens with these four girls. You know, the police aren't taking them seriously when they're just and Avery points it out. She's like, see, you don't even believe me. I think it's a really important moment in the book whenever that happens because you're really seeing just how there is still this stigma of, well, why didn't you come to us sooner? Because it's always hard to get you to believe. Like, how do you... You know, you don't really know what goes into a woman's mind, um, and what that kind of stuff does to someone, it, it really does leave a scar, an emotional scar, a mental scar, it really does kind of break a person down inside, and you get to see that with this novel, and I really do think that those are such important moments when these girls are faced with this realization that who they are is going to define not who they are how the world sees them is going to define how their accusations are going to be met when 
and that shouldn't be the case at all and it's very sad to see that this this kind of stuff still happens on a day-to-day basis like oh well you know she waited too long to come forward and um, there's a movie coming out promising young woman I'm definitely gonna go see that movie because I feel like it does resonate a lot with this there was no proof um, I mean it's just kind of it's kind of terrible that these things still happen and that I I do acknowledge that there are um, some liars out there and I really hate those liars because I feel like they make it harder for the real victims to come forward because they do I mean there have been too many liars who have said oh and then they changed their story oh and then it turns out it didn't happen it's in my in my opinion you are making it harder for the actual victims to come forward and to just be believed and that's why i think shows like law and order svu are so important to today's society because that shouldn't be the case um women should be believed their accusations should be investigated and to the full extent of the law and I mean, you'll, if, if that happens, you'll be able to figure out who the liars are from the not liars, um, so that the real victims can actually get the justice that they deserve, in my opinion. So that's also something that Bartlett kind of highlights in this, in this story. The police officers are not really taking these girls seriously because the guy is an upstanding citizen you know there's a phrase you know wolf in sheep's clothing that phrase exists for a reason and i think it's really important to acknowledge that fact this guy was a wolf in sheep's clothing he is a predator you do get to see it uh, through the subtle language and how he treats the girls and how the girls are seeing the world uh and that's what I like about it because thinking back, you know, I read the whole novel, I was trying to figure out who it was, and I had my suspicions, and my suspicions were correct. But that's the thing, there are lots of red herrings to kind of drop to um, put you off. And Bartlett doesn't reveal the full scope of the novel until the end, which I think is very clever. I. I do think it's very clever to um, do this, you know. Sorry, I'm editing my review as we speak, my written review, which I hate this review, to be honest with you. I feel like I need to rewrite it because I I don't think I'm going to be able to do it justice in this novel. But, like I said, um... I just think this is an important novel. Let me get back to that. I just do think it is an important novel. It really does need to be read. I think it does definitely deserve to be part of a book club discussion. I think it should be read in schools. I think it is an important novel to read. It is important because it gives a voice to women everywhere. 
a voice to women who are victims, a voice to women who want to fight for victims. It gives them the voice that they feel is taken from them when they're assaulted. That is something I have to applaud as far as Bartlett's writing is concerned. I think it really is incredible how she was able to weave the story together to create mystery and intrigue while also touching upon some very important things um, that are still going on in our society. So on that note, I'm going to go ahead and give the good girls five solid gold stars. I mean, it was a spectacular novel. I blew through it. I just couldn't stop reading it. So, you know, once again, I want to thank the publisher, Harper Teen, for giving me an advanced reader's copy for me to read. And I want to thank Bartlett for having the courage to really address something like this and to really give it the attention it does deserve. So, on that note, if you want to go ahead and purchase the book, I recommend purchasing it off of bookshop.org. A percentage of all sales do go to supporting local booksellers, and you can even choose what bookstore you would like your money to go to. Uh, If money's tight, which I get it, COVID-19, check out the book from your local library. Once again, this is a book that needs to be read. It is a very important book. It has great characterization, great pacing, and it has a very important story that is being told um, and it definitely deserves the attention and on that note I hope you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast and sharing it with all your book loving friends I hope you all have a great rest of your day and as always happy reading Mm -hmm.